Hello, and welcome to the Millennial Economics Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping young people be successful with money. Join us as we discuss personal finance, financial literacy, investing, the psychology behind being financially fit, and much more. Here's your host, Jerry Dixon. Good evening, everyone. Hope you're doing well. Um, welcome to episode 58 of the Millennial Economics Podcast. Um, normal housekeeping out of the way. If you enjoy the podcast, if you've learned anything from it, if you've learned anything from the website, I would greatly appreciate it if you subscribe to the podcast, wherever you do listen to podcasts, or gave it a review. Um, it just helps the podcast populate when people are searching for things like personal finance or investing. Um, and right now, um, we're still, in my opinion, in the early stages. I know we're almost 60 episodes in. Um, but that that's always such a benefit um, for us, and it's it's a free thing for you to do to help the podcast out. So if if that's something you'd be willing to do or want to do, um, I'd greatly appreciate it. So this episode, we are going to do another answering Reddit, and I am going to pull up the article here, and we will get right into it. So the title is Quitting the Job I Love for Benefits, and the article says, I love my job, but after two years, I'm worried there is no potential for growth. When I got my job, it was my dream job, but now it feels like I'm working for someone else's dream. I only make $15.25 per hour, which I've gotten several dollars of raises in the two years I've been there, but there are no benefits, there is no paid time off, and I'm the only employee who does my job in a small business of seven employees, including the owners. We are like a family and I love them and I love the atmosphere, but it's just not cutting it financially. I have a friend who will interview me at some point in the future when they are hiring next for a customer service for customer service work from home position that starts at $20 an hour, paid health insurance and unlimited paid time off. I'm not sure the small business I work for will ever be able to provide such things. I'm conflicted because I absolutely love the people I work for, but I am tired of living paycheck to paycheck and being screwed if I need to take a day off. Advice needed, please, on leaving an alternative work atmosphere for a more traditional corporate environment that will just make life easier, and how to handle telling my bosses, who I'm, whom I'm, I consider my friends, that I'm thinking about leaving. So I thought this was really, really interesting. Um, and it's something that I, I like talking about that honestly I want to start talking about more on the podcast. Um, it's just careers and jobs. Um, I've had a lot of jobs. I've spent a lot of time in corporate America. I've worked for companies of over 5,000 employees and I've worked for companies, um, startups really, of five employees. Um, and I feel like I have a pretty decent perspective, especially um, in the position that I have now um, to to talk about this in an, in an educated way. Um, so for those of you that don't know, um, currently I am a sales director at a, um, I'd say a, a medium-sized company, um, and I handle anything from direct management to training um, to goal setting to um, actually selling myself at some times as well. So, um, And I've spent most of my career in sales or business development and a little bit of marketing in some facet um, since I was about 19 years old. So um, I, I, I think I have a pretty decent perspective, um, and I like talking about this sort of thing. So I think the gut reaction, and I know because I, I just, I always hear Dave Ramsey in my head because I spend, have spent in the past a lot of times listening to his show. If this person was to call in, I feel like Dave would probably be pretty brash in his response and saying, what are you thinking? Take this new job, right? Because all the numbers 
line up that this new position or a new position doesn't have to be with even the company that this this person talks about that they might be able to get a job from their friend um, but any new position they would probably be able to do better um, than what they have now but I know that when you're in that situation it's not always the easiest thing to navigate you know these people are like family to this individual they've been working with them for a while um, they are an important piece to the puzzle of the company working and moving forward and they probably feel an oblig or they probably feel a responsibility to help out for the cause the cause of the company the cause of everybody winning in that company they're probably a very tight knit group so i get it also um, in my opinion the sole priority of a job is to provide things financially for you to achieve whatever goals and necessities that you have in your private life. That's the number one thing in my opinion. But there are lots of other things, number two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, that a job can provide that are also important, which is working with people that you like and doing something that you enjoy and you know all of the other things, right? So there's a lot to consider here. Um, to, so I'll address the last part first when they said, how do I kind of approach my boss? Um, I think the best way to... The best mindset for this person to be in or for you to be in if you find yourself in this situation is to remember that the relationship, the, the primary relationship that you have with your boss before friend um, is employee-employer, right? So you are, you are in a contract with this person to trade your time for money, okay? And if that contract is not working for you, there's a couple things you can do. You can go out and find a new job and tell them, hey, it's, it's my, my putting in my two-week notice, I'm leaving, and you're well within your rights to do that. Or if there's somebody that you care about and you care about the company, approaching this person and being honest and saying, hey, you know, here's an opportunity that I have. I wanted to have the respect of you to talk to you about it first and see possibly if there are some things that we can change about my position now. Because one thing that I've learned is that if you do not ask, you will not receive. <laughs> These things that this person might be talking about may be possibly available where they are now. They might be able to be arranged if the person truly, um, sincerely comes, and not in a threatening way, but sincerely saying, I like working for this company, but personally, here are the things that I need moving forward might be available. So I would, I would humble myself. I would go to my boss, and I would have a genuine, sincere conversation, letting them know my struggles and see what happens there. What I would think about, aside from that, are the, what goals do I have for my life? Okay. Um, what financial goals do I have? What personal goals do I have? Do I want to travel? Do I want to retire early? Do I want to buy a house? Do I want to buy a dog? Do I want to get a certain type of car? Do I want to eventually pursue a certain type of career? Do I want to eventually start a company on my own? What do I want to do? You have to have an endpoint so you can direct yourself to that target and fire. If you don't have a goal, you will end up, and I say this a lot, if you don't have a goal, you will end up somewhere, but that someplace might not be a place you enjoy. It might not be a place you enjoy. It could be, but it might not be. But if you have goals that you're aligning your decision making to point you in the direction of that goal, chances are you are going to achieve those goals you have for yourself. So if your goal is to make 
$50,000 a year, well, aligning yourself in a way of taking a job that number one, pays you more right away, and number two, maybe has more growth potential is putting you on a trajectory trajectory for that. If your goal is to have good work-life balance and to be able to take time off to spend with friends and family and to travel, well, taking this position gets you there. If your goal is to start saving and investing and checking these personal finance boxes off so that you are in a good spot for retirement, well, taking a position that makes more money will get you there. Okay? So figuring out what is most important to you. If your goal is to work for a small knit company that cares about its employees and you know all you really want is for your bills to be covered and that's not your primary priority, which doesn't seem like is the case, but if that is the case, then staying at the company you're at now is the way to get to that goal. And those are the goals for some people. So what I would say is make the goals, figure out what you want to do. Based off of this article, it sounds like you already know what you want. You want to make more money and you want to have more freedom and you want to have benefits and I don't blame you. If I was in your position, I would have a conversation with my boss and I would take that job that you have available through your friend that makes you more money. I think you will be happier. Um, And if you're not happier and you make the wrong choice, then guess what? We can always pivot in life. Um, You can always take a different job. Um, or I'm sure that that company that you're leaving, if, if the new job doesn't work out, um, would be happy to take you back. And I think that's an important lesson, too, is that not all decisions are final. Some are. Some decisions do pigeonhole us into certain things or make, or make making a decision um, past that initial decision harder. That is true. Um, but in life, we, have, we always have, almost always have an option. We almost always have an an option to say, this isn't working for me. I'm going to try something different. It might be hard, but we almost always have that option. So if you find yourself in a career, in a job that's not fitting you, um, and you know that there's things on the horizon or there's things out there that you think you would enjoy more, I would put goals in place to make sure that what you're desiring is actually what you're desiring, and then go for it. So when it comes to jobs, um, you know, the primary, the primary contract that you get into with an employer is I will give you time and skill for funds. And I think it's, it's important to remember that. So that is this episode of Millennial Economics Podcast. Um, thank you so much for listening, and we will talk very soon.